Um, would you touch him? The outlaw man. Can you come here for a minute? So, uh, what, what was your name? Peter. So, Peter, the Lord showed me that you are a great example of someone who's overcome hopelessness and discouragement. And look what God's doing in your life now. And I just want everyone up here to know that God's going to restore you and turn your story around. He's going to turn your heart around. And I just saw the Lord like pouring out, Peter, these dreams and these imaginative ideas upon you. And your, your mind was just going, wow, wow, wow. Just all these things one after another. And I saw all these curses broke. Family curses. Powerful curses broke. And, and every curse that you had gone, that you were born into, had the outcropping, the, the effectiveness, the consequence of stealing dreams. But God made you to be a dreamer. God made you to be someone who would, who would see things and imagine things and create things. And just like God's done this for you, God's made you a Joseph. You're going to help a generation. You're going to help a people. You're going to help a nation. God's anointed you to be a difference maker. So God, I thank you for your hand upon this lovely man. I declare, God, a new season of outrageous supernatural favor falls upon him and his family. That wonderful things are in store. Thank you for all the things. Peter's overcome. In the mighty name of Jesus. It's like, it's like a two halves of a story, Peter. And the second half of your story is going to be so much better than the first half. God's showing off. He began like five or six years ago. It's going to get better and better and better for you, just like it's going to get better for all these people. I'm going to ask you, Peter, help me. Would you, I want to ask the leaders in the church here and uh, the people that are assigned for such things, would you find a person to stand behind them so no one's here standing alone? Make sure everyone has someone standing with them in agreement tonight. We're going to pray for them all. young man right here. Come on, declare it. I can hope again. I can hope again. Come on, it's your time. I can dream again. I can dream again. Jesus. What, what, what's your name, honey? Lydia. So, um, Lydia, sometimes there's, all of us are different. All of us have different stories and different makeup, different functionality. And I saw the Lord do a miracle in your mind. So as I touch you again, I loosen a biological, chemical miracle. And I saw the Lord, it was like a something that was just not working, just started working. I listen to creative miracle to you. In the name of Jesus Christ, something is being healed that's contributed to a painfulness that's been a constant in your life. God, do a miracle for your precious daughter. She dreams again in Jesus' name. The Lord didn't make that thing happen to you, but the Lord is making it leave you. The memory, the consequence, the pain, the turmoil, and the disappointment. And because... Um, what's your name, honey? Michaela. So, Michaela, 
you're naturally a hopeful person. It takes a lot to get you down, but you've had a lot. So you had like three things happen consequently. Bang, bang, bang. And by the end of it, you're like, wow, what is wrong with me? And there's nothing wrong with you. You just have been through a wrong season, a tough season, a hard time. So when good people go through bad things, it, there's a consequence because we're just human beings. We're not super robots, okay? So I heard the Lord say he's shifting like a train, changing tracks. He's changing your track. He's changing your a directional move for you. He's changing the outcome. He's changing who can come into your world. He's changing a whole bunch of things for your good. And you're going to get your mojo back. You're going to get it back, okay? You're going to feel like yourself again. And because you're called to be like a cheerleader to your generation. You're called to be a hope dispenser, a giver. You're called to be a, a chronic, joyful person. And I promise you that you're going to have all that back plus more. And God's going to get you through. And, and so the, the two things, one family, one relational. The two things that kind of deeply impacted you, God's rebuking them tonight. And so I declare over you that God, in both your family and in your future relationship, God has better things for you. So God, thank you for blessing your daughter. In the name of Jesus Christ, God. Keep, keep praying for whoever you're touching up front. Keep praying, everybody. God, thank you for touching my sister in Christ's name. Thank you for hope and love and life and encouragement and grace. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Listen, while we're praying down front, would you help me? If you're here tonight, and if you are needing a physical healing, it was this morning, it was, you know, I, I said I felt like there was two people with tumors, and no one came. But after church, they both came forward, and we were able to pray for them. I believe for the two powerful miracles that happened in those two people's lives. But, you know, um, Jesus doesn't just heal people when preachers pray for them. Yeah. He heals people when believers. Yeah. The Bible doesn't say miracles will follow preachers. <laughs> no, miracles follow believers. And so everybody in this room, we're, we're all carriers, like Pastor said, in the name of Jesus. And so if, if, you're, if you're in need of a physical healing, would you all just hold up your hand for a minute in, in the audience? So if you're needing a physical healing in your body, wherever you are, just keep your hand raised. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So the church that's um, around them, would you help me? And let's gang up on our sisters and brothers now and have everyone being prayed for. If someone has their hand raised, make sure like two or more people are praying for them as a man in the back. Everyone gets prayed for right now. Man up front. Just while we're praying down front here for these folks. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God, for your grace, your healing, your love, your strength. Hey, what, what, what's your name? Lorraine. So, Miss Lorraine, you've been through it. Uh, you, you, you have a great heart. You have a great soul. You have an accomplished life hardworking, you're uh, loyal, you're trustworthy, you have so many great qualities. And, but, you know, grief can take the air out of everybody's heart. And as I pray for Lorraine here, I'm just praying for anyone with grief. The Lord's healing you from grief. And sometimes a person dies or sometimes a broken relationship feels like a death. And God's taking away grief. God, thank you for your love for Lorraine. Now declare your healing, your grace, your spirit, your freedom. In the mighty name of Jesus. One thing was four years ago. Another thing was just last year. That, that grief has to leave you. Because love has come. Because the Spirit of God overpowers it. And creates a different arrangement in your heart. Thank you for blessing this precious woman in Christ's name. Thank you God for healing in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you God for healing in the name of Jesus Christ. 
things are changing. Things are changing for the better. It's not true. So I saw you, like the devil wrote a contract and said, uh, I, I'm never going to be happy again. And so the Lord just tore it up. I saw him just tear up a paper and said, tell her all that stuff's untrue. Your best days are in front of you. And God is a wonderful life for you. And he's going to let your heart see all those things. God bless your daughter, I pray in Christ's mighty name. Thank you for freedom, for love, for joy, for dreams, 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 many of them in the name of Jesus. Thank you, God. So um, the other thing is this. You, part of your burden is carrying uh, the pain of people you love. Being uh, kind of engulfed in their own pain. And, I, I, you know, the, the cool thing about Jesus, he's big enough to carry all that. He says, give your cares to me because I care for you. Give your burdens. And so the Lord's going to take care of all that. He, he's got it covered. And you don't have to carry it. So, God, thank you for your love for your daughter in Christ's name. Lord, thank you for your grace upon my sister. I bless you in Christ's name. Keep praying, everybody. You're doing good. Thank you for healing, for life, for freedom, for hope. In the name of Jesus. What, what, what's your name? Georgia. We have a great state called Georgia. Miss Georgia, um, there was kind of unusual traumatic events in your family and, and consequently in your own story. Trauma all the way from like 11 years old and then 14 to 15 years old. Unusually deep traumatic moments. And I heard the Lord say, tell her I'm taking trauma out of her heart. So God, thank you for your love for Georgia. The trauma leaves her. Recent traumas, old traumas, all traumas leave by the name of Jesus, the Lord of the church. Thank you, God, for your love for Georgia. Thank you, God, you care for her. And um, part of what happened is when, 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 when we feel unsafe, unprotected, it creates the, the, the chronic presence of fear, or anxiety, high stress. And, and nobody has hope in that environment. It's just impossible. And I saw violence in your family around you uh, that happened around you, emotional or physical, whatever it was. And God is breaking the curse of violence in your family. And he's lifting the burden of it out of your soul in Christ's name. Yeah, God's touching heart. Yeah, yeah. Giving you a new heart, the Lord says. I'm giving you a new heart. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God, for your grace, your healing. Teresa, God, thank you for your love for Miss Teresa. Thank you, God, for your hand upon her life. Thank you for her story in Jesus' name. So I saw you. I just wrote a book called God of the Combat, Miss Teresa. So I saw you sitting down on a table, and Jesus was beside you. And he says, tell her we're going to write a comeback story. And I just declare that you, your story's going to be like mine. Awesome, okay? And so you're at a wonderful turning point. And so I just want to say this about three things. Number one, don't tell God what he can't do for you, especially about chronological things. Well, I'm this age. God doesn't consult our age. He only consults his mind for us, his heart, okay? So God's given you youthfulness. He's given you all. So it's important because something's trying to come to you. We want to make sure that you're, okay, God, whatever it is, I'm ready. I'm, I'm game. Number two, God's proud of you for forgiving people. You have forgiven your way out of the prison of bitterness, 
Now you're coming into the fullness of joy. So the reward of forgiveness is our hearts feel completely unburdened and just free. Number three, you're anointed to help people find freedom. So your testimony is power. So people would never know, Ms. Tracy, by looking at you. Oh, she's had a perfect life, blah, blah, blah. And they wouldn't know some of the things you've been through that are really traumatically impactful. And the Lord, both by losses and then by betrayals, by a whole bunch of stuff, the Lord is disengaging all that stuff from you. And you're going to help people get free. You're going to be such a blessing to hundreds of people. So God, thank you for the ministry Teresa is going to have in helping so many people in the world. She's already carrying that grace, but it's going to get better and better and better in Christ. Then keep praying, keep praying. You're doing good. Keep praying, everybody. Thank you, Jesus. So the last thing that's true is this. So anybody in your family, so I break the power of addictive behaviors. I break the power of chemical addictions. I command them to leave. Anybody in your family, okay, it's not on you. But so when you're around people that have either known or secret behaviors that cause kind of uh, unsafe, emotional, toxic behaviors. So I break that curse off your family in Christ's name. God, thank you. In the name of Jesus, God, thank you for your hand upon my sister. God, thank you for your grace, your love. In the mighty name of Jesus. Uh, hi, what's your name? Liz. Miss Liz, I saw this beautiful thing tonight. Um, um, I, I, I think there's a lot of uh, medical people in the church. Are there medical people here? Yeah, there's, there's a man. So what do you call those those paddles that recitate people's huh of defibrillators defibrillators so I saw the Lord put a defibrillator on your heart and say tell her I'm jump starting it so I declare you're coming back alive Liz on the inside and so it's not it's so sometimes it's like we're half dead we're going, we're going through the motions, you know, because I did it for two and a half years. I was present, but not present. I wasn't emotionally present. And I said, the Lord, you're going to be a miracle girl. Next time I see you in a year from now, I won't even recognize you because your face is going to glow with joy. You say, look what God's done for me, Pastor. Look what God's done for me. Your miracle season begins tonight, Liz, in Jesus' name. It begins tonight. It begins tonight. It begins tonight. Come on. Come on. Help, help me right there. We're, we're going to. We're going to put a defibrillator on your heart right now, okay? In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, God, thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. <laughs> We're trying not to injure her with her defibrillators. Thank you, God. In Christ's name. Hey, Lord, bless my brother. Hey, what's your name? Marvin? God bless Marvin. Come, come up here, Marvin. You know, the Lord's proud of you. He's proud of you for um, not being angry, hateful, bitter or mean-spirited so when people go through injustice or pain there are different ways they respond and God's proud of you for not for not being filled with rage but heard, the Lord told me tonight the pain's leaving you Marvin God's taking the pain out of your heart God's taking the pain that's tried to kind of dislodge your heart from what God has for you You're a very intelligent man very thoughtful man, very sincere person. And your best days are in front of you, sir, not behind you. And I declare over you the blessings of God. Now, here's what God told me to do. So 
I'm, I'm quite a bit older than you. So as a father, I bless you like a son. And I declare that you're a son of honor, that you're a son of destiny, that you're a son that is so loved and that you're going to change the world in your lifetime. Your story is not over, young man. And God's going to shock you by these next chapters. And I rebuke this assault against your family. There's been a specific storm against you and your family. I command it to end tonight in the name of Jesus. I speak God's peace. I speak God's restoration and healing and wholeness to your family, Marvin. Come on, guys, keep praying for you. Yeah, the pastors, keep, keep praying for Marvin there. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for Ryan, or, or Rowan, as they say in New Zealand. Bless him, God. Thank you, God, for your hand upon his life, Christ. So, so um, Ryan, you're a good man. You're a good-hearted man. You like people to succeed. You like mentoring, coaching, lifting, uh, teaching. And you've done those things well even when you've been going through some stuff. But the Lord tell me, to tell you, you're going to feel your old self again. You're going to feel like your old self again. The excitement about encouraging others. It's just like when, when our phones need recharging and we get in the red spot, we got, you know, 10%, 5%, 2%. And you just have been running on low batteries. I just declared in the season, God charges you, man, all the way, full charge, okay? You start feeling physically, emotionally, spiritually, everything. The other thing is that something was kept from you in an unusual, so someone was promised, something was promised, but then it wasn't delivered. So there's been, there's been some kind of hard things to handle about other people's behavior. So I declare over you, this is a promotion year for you. That God Almighty, here's what David said, promotion doesn't come from the east, west, north, south. It comes from God. He puts one down, he lifts one up. This is your coming up here. So things, your circumstances are going to change for the better. And I declare over your family grace. Now, God's proud of you, Ryan, for overcoming stuff that, uh, that kind of took out people in your family. And, man, you literally had to fight your way out of some stuff. Just a kid to survive. But God's really, God could not be more proud of you. So one thing is for five, five and a half years, there's been kind of an uncertainty about a family outcome and about family things personally. I listen to miracles into your family by the name of Jesus Christ. It's time for miracles. This is a miracle year in every realm of his life in Christ's name. Amen, amen. Thank you, God, for your hand upon my sister. I bless you in Christ's name. Declare healing, love, and grace. So, oh, hey, what's your name? Sam. Miss Sam, I saw, um, so the cool thing is you're, I saw these, these books and I saw you, you're, you accumulate knowledge well, you're thoughtful, you're well-versed in a lot of things. And, uh, but I saw unusual pain come early, like at seven. And then at, almost 10 years later, at 16. And so the, the, the devil tried to cripple you because he was always afraid of you. But I just declare, Miss Sam, this is going to be your hour. This is your time, okay? You have so much, you have so much gifted nuts. And you're going to be, 
the fear that's trying to hold you back is leaving you. And, and your loving Father is lifting you to a new place. God, thank you for your love for Miss Sam. I bless her in the name of Jesus Christ, the Lord of the church. Declare your grace, your love, your wholeness, your healing over her life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, the Lord loves you, Sam. He does. Thank you, Jesus. You doing good, everybody? Keep praying, keep praying, or worshiping, or checking your emails, whatever you're doing. Keep the Lord, just kidding. Lord, we worship you. Come on, everybody, just lift your hands to heaven. You're doing so good. Thank you, Jesus. Wonderful, Jesus. You're doing good, church. You're doing good. Lord, I thank you for your hand upon my brother. Thank you what he means to you. I declare your grace over him in Jesus' name. What's your, what's your name, young man? David. David. Hey, I just preached about you, man. Uh, so, David, here's, here's a great word for you. Um, you're, you have an interesting story. And part of your story is feeling like you didn't fit in to certain environments, either family-wise or school-wise, whatever it was. And, but that's just because people, people didn't know what to do with the creative way your mind functions, your heart functions. But God just wants you to know He made you the way you are, creatively, intuitively, intellectually, that that's a gift from God. Your gift is your way of thinking. And you're going to feel celebrated instead of being scorned and criticized and, and diminished because God really loves you. God just declared God's love for you, David, that God would just show off in your story this year and make it the best year of your life and the best season of your life. There are all kinds of ideas, all kinds of new things that want to come to you from God. God, bring them to David. So this is a cool thing, uh, David. So I saw like uh, um, th there was like a, a gang at, at someone's door, just a group of people. And they were all, I realized they were all kind of different religions and philosophies. They were representing different things. And they were all knocking on your door trying to get in. Hey, we're going to get in because he's, you know, he's thoughtful. He's, and all of a sudden, Jesus said, excuse me, pushed past them all and said, he's mine. And Jesus has laid claim to you, man. He loves you. You're his. And he has a great life for you. God bless this awesome young man in Christ's name. Amen. God, thank you for your hand upon these wonderful young people. Thank you for the freedom the joy and the hope that you give them. Let them abound in hope by the Holy Spirit. Abound, just, just, just like an ocean of hope in Jesus' name. Hey, honey, what, what, what's your name? Tegan. Tegan? With a T or a K? T. Tegan. So, um, so th this is a wonderful word. The Lord really loves you. He really cares about you. He really knows you. And he, he, he knows your whole story. And there was something, um, even in your birth, in your early childhood, the Lord rescued you from some, some things that I think they were meant to hurt you or even kill you or take you out early. The Lord fought for you. He fought for your life. He fought for your existence. He fought for your growing up. And he's not going to leave you now. He's not going to disappoint you. He's not going to abandon you. And what you need from God tonight, he's given to you. He's helping you, Miss Deegan. God, I thank you that you love your daughter so much. You're with her, and you're helping her. You're helping her in even the uncertain things that she wonders about, but you're, you're with her. 
as a friend, as a father, as a protector, as a provider. In Christ's name, thank you, God. Well, thank you for your hand upon my sister. Hey, what's your name? Melly. Melly? I call my daughter Mel Melly. Her name is Melody. Lord, I bless Melly in Christ's name. And uh, so, <clears throat> the Lord loves you so much, Melly. He cares about you. And I just declare over your life a couple of things. The first thing I want to pray is I break the curse of premature death off of your family. I break it. And at, especially as it relates to 40s and 50s and early 60s, people dying way early. No more in Christ's name, okay? We just, by the blood of Jesus, we break it. Unusual kind of unexplainable trauma going back 17 years for you and then um, more recently like four years ago God is emptying your heart from the baggage the burden and the ongoing presence of trauma and pain it leaves I command it to leave by Jesus name and declare God's freedom to you Millie he loves you as I pray for your heart to be healed I loosen into your physical body a miracle in the name of Jesus Thank you, God, for healing Melly's heart, healing her body, healing her blood, healing her emotion in Christ's name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God, for your hand upon my sister. Thank you, God, for your love, your care, your peace. There's a, there's a, what, what's your name, honey? Holly. Holly? Yeah. It's Holly. There's a great scripture in... Uh, Romans and it says this toward the end Paul says the God of peace will crush Satan under your feet shortly I, I, I saw you do like crush like a serpent and I, I think it was the fearfulness God's going to make you fearless this year and part of um, part of the fear you feel God's made you a sensitive person God's made you feel things God's made you prophetically inclined to, but, but part of it is also kind of it, some unsafe things happen that created insecurity but God's healing all that stuff in you he's going to make you fearless the Lord's very proud of you he's very proud of you for not being angry you've forgiven and loved people that weren't necessarily loving and caring for you now that's declare God's grace over you tonight a miracle begins in your story Lord Jesus thank you for your hand upon your daughter in the name of Jesus, Amen. God, thank you. What's your name, young man? Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. 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 And the enemy um, tried to break your legs. He tried to cripple you from the race you're called to run in by, uh, it wasn't just one thing, it was two things. Both of them were kind of heartbreaking, heart-wrenching. But the devil cannot have your future. It's in the hand of God. And I declare tonight that God plants and God releases the promise of a future to you because you're called to be a history maker and a world shaker. And these things that have gone terribly wrong have not changed God's mind about you one iota. God is with you. God is helping you. And so a couple of things. I think you've been good. 
So I, th I think you're pretty good about, you, you've been trying to forgive people, which is great. And I heard the Lord say, you've got to forgive yourself. You can't blame yourself. You can't be siding with the devil. God convicts us to heal us. The devil condemns us to break us. And so I just declare that everything's changing, Dallas, in your story. That no weapon formed against you can prosper. For two years and like three months, there was such an intense thing. Then it, then, there, then it just collapsed. And so God does a miracle tonight. I heard the Lord say, just trust him because things you think are lost forever aren't. And things you think are broken beyond repair aren't. And God's going to do miracles for you. But this is your season to get strong, to get repaired, to get re re renewed and get get uh, refreshed. This is your season for those things, Dallas. Thank you, God. So, so I'll, I'll, I, I saw like four generations back. So every time God's delivered a destiny assignment to your family, there was a crippling injury and a person of consequence that kind of, but they weren't able to get back up. You're getting back up. So you're the one that's going to get what God has. So God, thank you. Thank you. Everybody just lift your hands to heaven. We're doing good. Pastor told me to be done by 1130. Thank you, God of hope, God of love, God of grace, God of healing. You know, what's your name, sir? David. I, I preached about you. you know, yeah, so it's, uh, this blessed me. So David, the Lord, the, the Lord showed me like a book and the page turned and said new chapter. I declare to you a new, new chapter is beginning this year. So I, I, I think you have a great heart, a great work ethic, a great care for your family. I mean, just so many good stuff, but you've just been through some um, long-lasting disappointments. And I declare that a new thing begins this year, that something is restarted in your heart concerning outcomes, concerning possibilities, concerning what God can do. And we always want to put into the equation of our life the miracle factor of God. My wife and I lost a home that we owned almost debt-free. It was a dream home. It's worth over a million dollars in American money lost it like that because of the, what I went through. Well, I, you know, I, I, I wasn't, I bought that house really cheap. That's how it, and it just escalated money. And so one day I was praying, the Lord said, don't even worry, I'm going to help you buy a house. Well, like two days later, someone knocked on my door and gave me the money to buy a house. God can help you like this and restore things, repair things, retrieve things. And it doesn't, it, you know, I, I think, I think we shouldn't worry about how he does it who he doesn't, just knowing he's going to do it. So I declare this is a restoration retrieval season in your life. Some testimonies. You've built enough consequence with God through, through faithfulness or through hard work. You've built some consequence, some momentum. It comes this year. God bless this awesome man. In Christ's name. Lord, bless my brother. What's your name, young man? James. James. God, thank you for James. Bless him. Thank you for your hand upon his life. In the mighty name of Jesus. So, James is a great, a, a good word for you. So, you have, um, you're a deep thinking person. You're, uh, you're a, 
Um, you, you contemplate things. You have introspection. And all those things aren't bad unless they are overdone. And I saw the Lord like bringing balance to your worldview by because you're too hard on yourself. You're an awesome young man. You really are. And you have an awesome future in God. And it doesn't matter who doesn't see that, God sees it. And He wants you to see it. And you're called for some unusually big things in this community, in this world, okay? There, there's a calling upon you to advance some things in the culture for the kingdom of God, some leadership places. And so in this kind of transition season of your life, God is in control. And by the end of it, so you've been in it for like two years. There's a little bit like 18 months to go. By the end of it, you're going to laugh. Wow, God, you did better than I even thought I could. Everything, you will have no complaints to God about what he's going to do. So you just keep being engaged and keep trusting him. Now, part of, so I, uh, kind of a family disposition to thinking people, to educated people, or to thoughtful people, whatever it is. So that's all a good thing unless it's not. So and God's teaching you how to have a balanced internal diet. And, um, you know, some protein, some carbs, um, every now and then some sugar. I, I, I don't do carbs or sugar, but we're pretending like this is a, okay. So God's going to help you get the kind of the, the, the internal dynamics better. And plus this, God's going to rock your world one day. One day. Everything changes. Everything you've asked God for, you've been standing for five years, five and a half years for a specific thing. It's on the way. Are you a single man? It's on the way. It's on the way. It's on the way. God's going to do it. God, thank you in Christ's name. Amen. Thank you, God. What's your name, sir? Amish. God, thank you for Brother Amish. Was that right? Hamish, I'm sorry. Hamish is not Amish. Lord, bless Hamish in Jesus' name. Thank you for his hardest life, his walk with you. Send upon your hand upon his life. Thank you, Jesus. Um, Hamish, my grandson, Miles, he's 13. He's in seventh grade. Um, he, he was um, playing baseball. It's kind of like cricket, except better. And uh, just, just joking, uh, joking. And uh, it was ninth inning, which was the, the end of the game. It's two outs. He's got a full count. The bases are loaded, and he hits. And and he, he's not even a, a like a natural hitter. He hit a grand slam home run, and won the game. And I just want to say to you, your story's not over. And you're anointed to hit grand slams. You're anointed to hit home runs. Because there's a capacity in you that is deeper, that is more forceful, that has more kingdom authority than, than what people see or what you don't understand. And that is declared over you that this assault against you, so I saw like three arrows just fly into your chest. It's been, all, been like a spiritual warfare attack against you, and the devil's a liar. Tonight I command it to end. I rebuke the assault against you in Christ's name. I declare over you, Hamish, no weapon formed against you will prosper. And I break these things. Now, part of it is this. So someone in the dialogue or someone in the orbit of your existence is heavily engaged in some kind of occultic practice, some kind of spirituality. 
So it's just some stuff. So I don't know if it's intentional curses, but so there's some incoming stuff. God's canceling all that. You're going to feel different. I feel lighter. I feel different. Sometimes spiritual warfare isn't even something we've done. It's something being sent to us, either generationally or by environments we're in. And uh, the Lord is, you're going to feel differently because you're called to do some great things in life, okay? You have a call for greatness. And I declare over you, Hamish, you're going to do great things for God. Thank you, God. And this thing that's taken out, I see three family members that were hurt by spiritual warfare or depression or consequences of mental infirmities. I break this off of your whole family in the name of Jesus Christ. Declare you and them are free in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, God. Amen. 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 Hey, thank you, guys. It's been an honor to be with you. We're going to rock this place tomorrow night. Do more of this stuff. God bless you.